0: And now, and now, back to Hale
1: Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Friday edition. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Logger, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark, and we have a witness protection, Jacob Padilla. Do we have Jacob? We don't see a Jacob, I, I but Jacob. we can hear you, correct? Yeah. Um, Jacob, how are we doing? Yeah.
2: I, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm trying. I'm looking at my settings, trying to figure out why my uh, camera isn't working. But uh, yeah, you can still hear me. That's the important thing. This is radio, right? That, that is good.
1: Yeah. It, well, radio and and video, but it's okay. But we can put radio, a picture more up radio of. radio video. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, Thank you. I mean, uh, so...
0: you. you just have to go to the title. It's the Hale Varsity Radio <laughs> Show, not the Hale Varsity Radio and Video Show. <laughs>
1: That's true. We are streaming, uh, which is good stuff. Uh, Jacob, I know you you, you dialed in, uh, and you. Looked back at Rink's breakout performance. Let's start there. Great work by Nebraska to get the the home win this week, and uh, not only get Northwestern taken on and and downed, but follow that up with a with a big win and kind of a, an exclamation point against Ohio State, who's super talented and athletic and, and pretty physical. So, as you kind of did the tail of the tape, Bud, what what did you see from Rink aside from thirty four and ten? How did they get there?
2: Yeah, well, Ohio State basically had zero respect for him. Uh, he had struggled mightily in their, their previous two <laughs> games offensively, and um, it, it just seemed like Ohio State's game plan was to focus on anybody else. And all his threes came off of uh, either playing off of him or switches where they focused on the other guy, that, uh, and that left him free and then left the guy trying to recover. Um, and then all his shots inside the arc. He, his first bucket was uh, a post up in the lane um, er, right away, early in the game. Then he missed his next three shots and then hit those back to back threes and got going. But then in the second half, most of his work was done inside the arc. And a lot of it was basically him just taking Vanda switches. They switched everything. And so Evan Mahaffey, um, pretty good athlete, uh, he's, a, he's a very switchable guy. He was eager to jump at every single screen, every handoff, everything. He switched everything that Rink was involved in that left a smaller guy on Rink. And Rink made them pay for it almost every single time there. And Nebraska did a good job of fighting him with the mismatches. Uh, but like he, he scored on Jameson Battle. He scored on Bruce Thornton. He scored on Roddy Gale a couple of times. Uh, they, they just kept switching guards onto him. And Nebraska did a good job of... Not letting Ohio State off the hook for that. So yeah, it was kind of a bizarre game plan from Ohio State going back and watching it, but great execution for Nebraska. And of course, Rink having a great night uh didn't help. The uh the best defended shot that he took was the step back three uh <laughs> with the battle in his face. And he admitted, like, yeah, that was a bad shot. I don't know why I took it. Uh, but sometimes everything just goes in. And it was one of those nights.
0: Yeah, I've had one or two of those nights in my entire lifetime, Jacob, where, you know, it just feels like no matter what you put up, it's going down. Yeah. Is that a no from you, Schmidt? Oh, uh, yeah,
1: story time from Elijah at the bar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's just like it's not an actual competitive game. It's just pickup. where
2: yeah. it's the one or two yeah, times it's in my life. competitive.
0: Exactly. It's what the one or two times in my life whenever I catch the ball and somebody <laughs> will, will yell, shooter. That's the only time. It's one of those two nights. But, Jacob, <laughs> I digress. Uh, with his with hot performance – you got to assume that Maryland's at least going to have to be ready for for Mass have a different game plan than what Ohio State brought to the table on Tuesday night. And if that is the case, what else could that open up offensively for Nebraska if Maryland does try to commit and say, you know what, we're not going to let Nebraska beat us with rink-mast?
2: Yeah, then that's where the, the balance comes into play with everybody else, uh, with Bryce Williams, with, with CJ Wiltshire, with Casey Tomonaga. That's the tough thing about this Nebraska team right now is they may not have one guy that you can rely on to go get you 20 in uh, every night out that teams are going to game plan for, that you're going to game plan for to get you this many shots. Um, so on, on one hand, you don't really have a go-to guy when the clock's winding down. We saw that at the end of the Rutgers game where they kind of struggled to generate looks late to, to seal that game out. But on the other hand, uh, it's a, play the, it's a get, uh, feed the hot hand type of offense where um, you've got a lot of different guys that can do damage. And if a guy's having a good night, Nebraska's unselfish enough to keep finding that guy. And CJ Wilcher has been on a great hot streak recently, um, and they're, they're running him off of a lot of those handoffs, uh, some of those flare screens, get him open looks. Casey, uh, I mean, he h- had a quiet one against uh, Ohio State. You figure wouldn't be surprised seeing him kind of get going again, hit a couple tough ones. And you know, with a lot of times with him, it doesn't really matter what you do defensively uh sometimes he he's just feeling enough that he's he's gonna make shots regardless so um yeah it's just that's kind of the beauty of nebraska offense right now is they do have so many options and i I think they've got a lot of guys capable of taking advantage if a team does kind of focus too much on any one part of it Jacob padilla is with us on hill varsity radio something i was going through earlier today jacob and this regards to Jameer Young in the tough test he's going to present tomorrow. Nebraska's been pretty solid on teams leading scores. I mean, you look at Boo Booey, nine points yeah. on two 15 shooting. Tyson Walker, he got hot late, but he was two of nine in that game at one point. And then Zach Eady with 15, but that's well below his season average. Fred Hoiberg talked about guarding Jameer Young by committee. What do you expect that to look like tomorrow? Yeah, I think they're definitely going to be in those gaps uh, on his left-hand drive in particular. They're they're gonna try to steer him back, force him into the the going right, taking those uh, those pull up step back jumpers as opposed to getting to the rim because that's really where he does a lot of his damage. Um, and and we saw it last year. Sam Hoiberg did a great job on him in the clutch, and that that Sam's I mean that's kind of what he's done. Uh, he's had a few games here and there where shots are falling and he's provided uh, a spark on offense. But I mean the consistent. Contributions for him are the defensive energy off the bench, and they don't really have a lot of guys with, I would say, plus lateral foot speed quickness uh, in the backcourt, um, and you've got Jamarcus Lawrence is probably your best perimeter defender of the starting group. Um, I don't know that he's a phenomenal athlete, uh, incredibly quick. It's more just he's long and smart enough to uh, to work hard on the defensive end, uh, but Sam is a pretty pretty good athlete, I think. Uh, he, he might be the, uh, in terms of just burst, uh, the best athlete in the backcourt on the team, which you, you don't, it's not necessarily ideal having a walk-on as your, your best athlete uh, from a guard standpoint. But uh, uh, it, Sam isn't a traditional walk-on in that regard, obviously. <laughs> Son of an NBA player gives you a little bit there. But so that's, it, it's going to be what they do. They're going to they're double a lot of stuff. Um, they're going to fly around. They're going to force you to make the extra pass, try to try to attack you um, from the perimeter. But I think you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of guys in the gaps on driving lanes, and then you'll see Lawrence and Hoibert kind of trade off guarding Young. Jacob, whenever you look at
0: the, the next four, with Wisconsin at home, a top 15 team, and then on the road at Illinois, another top 15 team, and then on the road taking on Northwestern, a team that's been really good at home, how important is – this game tomorrow against Maryland in terms of in terms of a must-win type game
2: at some point they probably need to win a game on the road <laughs> to uh, uh to really kind of remove themselves from the bubble range like that's kind of what separates you right now in college basketball is can you go win on the road um taking care of business on the home will put you in the picture you you get a big road win or two like that's that's going to push you over the top and um, put you into the safe category. And I mean, you look at the, the conference, you, um, their, their best chance. I mean, they've got some chances here to win games on the road. Uh, Maryland's not having the best season. Like they're so capable. They still got a couple good players, but um out Ken Palm has Maryland as a one point favorite. So that's essentially a toss up game right there. That's a game that Nebraska could go steal if they can find a way to carry their home performance uh on the road to a certain degree um you've got indiana who was obviously really struggling uh this season and nebraska already beat them once so you've got like you know in that matchup hey this is one we can win um you you make the return trip uh to columbus there against ohio state so like they're they they don't face uh, illinois the the best team that they face away from home the rest of the way um so beyond that, you've got, you've got some chances here with light teams on the road. The question is, can Nebraska take advantage of that? Um, we have not seen them do it at all yet in conference play. And that Kansas State win is kind of the only one that, that, that's holding up on the road right now. And honestly, I think that was more a case of both teams playing poorly than Nebraska going out there and playing great <laughs> on the road. They just managed to out-tough Kansas State on a night when neither team was playing well offensively.
1: Jacob Padilla is with us, Sale Varsity and Herd at Sports at Jacob Padilla underscore. Real quick, Jacob, if, let's take Purdue off the table. Who do you think uh, is right there, or is there anyone right there with Wisconsin? Who's, who's kind of that second, third tier team or best team in the, the Big Ten? Who scares you most? Last thought as well, your high school schedule this weekend. What are you looking at?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably Illinois. Uh, the Terrence Shannon situation really complicates that. Obviously, he was out. Now they brought him back. I mean, that's kind of... <laughs> obviously, he's going to take some abuse on the road, uh, mm-hmm. as we've seen already uh, from from opposing fan bases. And how does the team kind of handle everything involved with that? So I, and from a t- talent standpoint and a performance standpoint to this point, uh, it, is, it is Illinois. And um, after that, I mean... Everybody else kind of looks like they're in a similar uh, kind of group there with Northwestern, Nebraska, Michigan State, uh, all those teams that are kind of in the, in the middle uh, of the conference right there. So it really does seem like you got Wisconsin up top, you got, uh, or you got Purdue up top, you got Wisconsin kind of right there uh, as the second team, Illinois as kind of in its own tier because of all the, the, the kind of extenuating circumstances there, and then you've got a big group beyond that that's kind of seems to be the way the big 10 is playing out for the high school um we get done here i'm heading downtown to central for a double header between uh the eagles and omaha Scott, the boys and girls i have not seen the Scott girls play really really talented team there and curious to see brock scholl for for Scott, uh junior forward there um received an offer from omaha i want to see him go up against the class a team he's had a great season so far Basically, been a 2010 guy for the Skyhawks, um, so and Central's got some size, so um, mm-hmm. kind of an intriguing matchup uh, tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Jacob will
1: uh, be following along, bud, on Twitter at Jacob Adilla underscore with uh, Hale City and HerdAdSports. Sports. Always appreciate you giving us a few minutes, man. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. I'll try to get the uh, the camera situation resolved for next time.
1: You're good. No worries. There he is, Jacob Padilla, with us. We'll hit some uh, Husker football thoughts on the way. Also, some words from uh, the mayor, Hoiberg, Bill Dolman, about 20 minutes away. Open phones for you. You want to get in, 489-1240, 800-825-5865. Hail Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager.